Welcome to Top Real Estate Secrets. I'm your host, Liz Boyce. I'm on a mission to show homeowners how to successfully sell their home on their own. I'm gonna give you the knowledge, the tools, and resources to save your family thousands of dollars. There's a new wave of tech real estate coming and it's gonna change everything. Now, if you get any value from my podcast, please like, share, and leave a comment. I wanna help as many people as I can, but I can't do that without your help. Thank you for your time and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to your top real estate secrets. This is Adriana with my business partner, Liz. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about the documents you need to get started in selling your home and also what to do to get an offer accepted. It's a good one. It's one of my favorite ones. When you go and as a realtor, when we go in and we do what is called a listing presentation, there are certain documents that we bring to you that you actually legally have to sign. Now, if you've been following us and you know about our program, if you use our attorney and also title company, her name is Erica, she's going to help you with this. Plus in Florida, we're going to give you the right documents. Also visit our website at toprealestatesecrets.com. If you're in another state, we're actually going to be going to give you the resources that you need and the documents in place that you need for your state as well. And where to find them. Right. So So here in Florida, Adriana, I'll let you go over the documents you need. So here in Florida, you want to make sure to have everything ready to go. Because when someone wants to make an offer, it's best to have everything at hand. So you're not scrambling around trying to find what you're going to need. And that's going to only delay your time in getting the property closed. So you want to make sure you have all of your HOA documents. Mm -hmm. So if you have an HOA, make sure to have your HOA uh, documents uh, ready to go. So a lot of times it'll have their property management information in there and the contact email and a phone number. If you have an issue finding that, we can easily pull that up. Right. Yeah. When you bought the home, you probably got your documents and immediately the HOA is going to contact you. There's this thing that the title company orders. It's called an estoppel letter. And basically what it is, is it tells you if the past owner has any violations or expired permits on the property. And then also, um, how much it's going to cost. It's a two-page document here in Florida. Basically what it is, and I actually learned this in one of the continuing education classes that I took. If you do not provide this document at the time of accepting a contract, a buyer can actually walk away because the way it works is, let's say you told me that your property was only $250 a month for an HOA. And then I find out later as we're closing that it was really 400. Well, that's a big thing. And so a a buyer can legally walk away. It's going to take some time. It's going to go to the courts, but a buyer can legally walk away if you, this document is not presented at the time of an accepted during contract. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that we do is we sit down at our listing presentation. We have all these documents. Now, personally, everything is electronic, but I'm pretty old school. I like for them to have everything in their hands. So then when I refer back to those documents, I just say, hey, look at that file folder. The HOA is going to be in there. Also your seller's disclosures. And then I'm going to expect for you to have your HOA documents PDF style because 
let's say that a new buyer comes in and they are looking at your property and they want to add a fence. Those HOA documents are going to have the rules and regulations on it. And I'm not going to go through all of those. You probably already have because it's your property, but I just give it to the other side and then it's their job to kind of go through everything. Now, if it's a luxury market, I'm going to know that property up, down, sideways, left and right, because that's just a different realm. It's a different uh, beast all in itself because... These homes, they have certain setbacks. If it's on the lake, they're going to have certain things as well. Just to recap, we just went over the seller's disclosures and the HOA docs. Yeah. Now, when you, if you decide to list with an agent, there are these documents that every broker has that is very different. Our broker has certain things like, hey, are you going to have a home warranty? If not, you need to sign here and decline it. It's just a legal thing. They want to make sure that you're prepped for everything and the broker actually told you and then you can actually go back and And say yes or no and part of those documents is this document called the wire fraud and it is huge out there right now you got to be really careful you have to be careful because there's been a lot of victims actually two of our old clients have been a victim of wire fraud Yes. And Um, as a for sale by owner, please, please, please be very careful. If you hire the right team and the title company, they're going to prep you on everything. There's security security programs in place where you actually log in on your computer. You're going to have a code. Then you actually call them to verify the code. And then you can go to your bank and you can wire the funds. Also, you never answer the phone and someone, they're very good out there. They're going to say, Hey, this is so-and-so. They're going to have my information because my information is public. They're going to say, Hey, I see uh, Liz asked me to give you a call and you need to go ahead and wire these extra funds Mm -hmm. here. And it's not true. So I always tell my clients, Hey, if you get a call like that, call me immediately. Um, One of the things that I do as well in my business is when we go under contract, I'm going to give you a full list of all of the contacts. And these are the only people that you speak to period. And what I usually do sometimes is take it a step further and say, go ahead and save the title numbers in your phone. So you mm-hmm. know that if they're going to call you, it's going to come from that title company, not a title. The a title agent will not call you from their cell phone. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. They're going to call from the office to verify any information so that you're aware of the phone number. Because some of these guys are so tricky that if they see an area code of the area, area code where the property is, property is, they will go ahead and find a phone number that matches that area code to try to spoof the person into thinking that they're from the same town. So just be aware of that. Yeah, to it's, protect it's, yourself. it's a very big thing out there. So um, so basically for the documents to get it listed, you're going to have your seller's disclosures, you're going to have your HOA document, and then you're going to have your broker documents. If you have a condo or townhome, these are two different beasts. Mm-hmm. A, townhome, not so much, but a condo, it's super important, but you can actually legally as a buyer walk away if you don't, if you do not get those condo docs within, I believe it's five days. It is five days. Uh, Yeah. I have to go back and look. I haven't condos. We don't really mess with condos down here too much. We sell too many homes in our community. But you have to make sure that it's provided. Yeah. All all the information is provided to the potential buyer to sign. Yeah, but I have to go back and look at that. It's definitely, it's a legal, I think it's five days. 
And for um, also, if you do not, if you have not lived in the home and you use it as a rental property, you are not obligated mm, to fill out the seller's one. disclosures. Yeah. What you're going to do is it's called a non-occupy. Uh, basically, what it states is, hey, I haven't lived in this property. I've been renting it out. So you can't ask me the questions about this. And be honest on the seller's disclosures, period. If you don't know, do not guess. Just press I don't know. And, and I, you're not going to get yeah. in trouble for that. But you will get in trouble if you don't disclose something and then we find out about it later. Yes. So now another another document that people need to know, and I believe it's 1979. It's a mm. lead. Oh, the lead paste paint. paint. Yeah. Yes. And That's so basically one. saying, hey, if your home is before 1979, then it could have lead based paint in there. And I always laugh because there's two clauses that you can actually get a buyer out of. And it just says, hey, I can get my own inspector in there to look at the lead-based paint. And if I don't like it or if I find out about it, then I can go away. But with, this is 2023. The only way that someone truly is going to die from lead-based paint is if they scratch it off the wall and ingest it. It's not like you're just living in there. Like a good there. amount of it, too. Not just like a little <laughs> yeah. paint chipper. It's not like you're just living so. in there and breathing in the lead-based paint. That's not, you have to ingest it in there. And the way that the paint works nowadays is it can cover up. As long as you get the right kind of paint, you can actually cover up the lead-based paint and it no longer is a problem. Yeah, and that's a simple fix. So not right. a big deal if someone's trying to buy your house and yours is uh, from that time where you have to disclose it. Not a problem. It, it's all fixable. Right. The next one is going to be, what do you do once you go under, you start receiving offers? How do I know which one is going to be the best offer? So what we're going to do is go over what kind of contracts are out there and which one's the strongest and what you should look for. Do you accept the first offer that comes in? I always say you kind of go back and negotiate, but the first person is typically the one that liked your home the first. Mm. Because let's say that I list a home and I am starting to get multiple offers. Whoever got it to me first knew that my home was valuable and they liked it and they would like to be considered first. It's first right or refusal with you know, what I do. Now, if I receive five contracts, even though that first person got it to me in there in the very beginning, I'm actually going to lay all the contracts out and then I'm going to start stacking them on what makes priority to least priority. priority. Yeah. And so, uh, Adrian, if you want to touch with what's first. Okay. So for example, of course, cash is king. So cash is always going to be number one. Now, Unless it's way below your retail <laughs> price that you want to sell it for, then we have a problem. Yeah, and tell um, them why it's uh, cash. So uh, or why, why we you, want you cash. waive appraisal. Yeah, uh, you don't have to worry about an appraisal contingency when it comes to the end buyer uh, being being uh, lended out for the financing. Right. So you want to make sure if so. For example, if your home is selling for four hundred thousand, you have a four hundred thousand dollar cash offer. Great. Even a 390 cash offer is beautiful. Right. So that's completely up to you. So cash would be number one. And you always just worry about that inspection period. And I tell yeah. my buyers all the time that are cash, hey, listen, once we pass this inspection period, there is no way that I can get you out of this contract. You must buy this property. So in seven days, so I, on the other side, will try to get a 14 or 15 day inspection period because I'm protecting the buyer. Absolutely. And so on the seller side, remember, you're going to try to get that smaller, smaller. inspection period. But for me, I'm going to say, oh, 
we really need this time frame, you know, maybe something's going on. But really, all I'm doing is protecting my buyer in case anything happens. And then they want to get out of it because in five days, they're buying that home no matter what. There's nothing you can do about it. It's cash. You have the cash. You've already provided proof of funds. So usually with cash, they want you to do a lower uh, time frame for inspection period. The second one would be a conventional loan. Uh, and a conventional loan is more powerful because they also have to put a bigger deposit, a bigger percent down. It's usually 10 and even up to 20% as well. Yeah. That's what we look for. There are conventional loans out there. That's true. Um, uh, that are 3.5 and 5%. But if a, someone, let's say if we're multiple offers and someone comes in with a bigger escrow amount, that's just showing, hey, I'm serious. I like this property. This is going to be vulnerable when they don't come with a loan commitment. So if I see that, I automatically think, oh, these people are really serious. Now, you don't automatically get that escrow money. That escrow actually gets put towards their down payment for their loan. Yes. And on the contract, you'll see that there's a balance. And then that would be deducting the escrow amount would be whatever's left over. Right. Yeah. So when I see a Let's say we're laying out three conventional loans and we have one that is 300000 and it has $10,000 in escrow and it's a 95% finance rate. And then I know that they're going to have the balance. For me, that's 5% down that they're going to bring. Then the next one, it's $300,000 down. And let's say they decide to bring 30000 That's a great sign for me. And then if they do you know, 90% or 80% financing, that's a very strong contract. I know personally, now I never get involved in people's finances, period. Um, but I know personally, just from doing this for so long, that, hey, these people are in a great position. They're going to use a lot of their cash. So, hey, this contract is, is, strong. is stronger than the one that's on the left. Um, there are lenders out there that will do what is called a bait and switch where they're going to do a conventional, then they're going halfway through the contract and the lender will call me and say, Hey, listen, if we go to FHA or if we go to this amount, I actually can save my buyers, you know, one or 2%. And I'm not mad at for them. I just wish that they would be upfront and honest because I don't really care at any point. My goal is to get the home sold. I just want to make sure that I fully vetted that person yes. and made sure that they are solid and that there's nothing that we actually stop had them. that situation happen to us <laughs> yes yeah, we did so, yes um and it's unfair to the listing agent you know that's something that's unfair to them because they could have went with another offer and wasted ev- i mean and didn't waste and everyone's time you know right. including their own and i think it's so. important to explain why that is that it can be a bad thing, which is going to be if you switch to an FHA loan. So the last two contracts are an FHA loan and a VA loan. And then there are other contracts out there that we won't even go over like lender or um, investment loans and stuff like that. But you're going to have a VA and an FHA loan. And both of those actually send their own inspectors to the property because these are government loans. And while uh, they're typically just saying, hey, I'm a little, I'm only going to put a little bit of money down, typically a first time home buyer, it's government backed and the governor, the inspector will come in and look at certain things. Now, one of the things that have been a huge problem with FHA loans is if you have an older water heater, it's not going to pass. They're going to come back and say, hey, mm-hmm. 
the FHA loan won't allow us to have this water heater. I'm going to need you to get a new water heater. So as a seller, I look at it and I say, hey, is this an FHA loan? Because I know I've already looked and I know what year the water heater is. And if it is, and then I've gotten two other conventional loans, I'm going to tell my seller. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to tell my seller, hey, listen, we're going to want to go with that conventional loan because that FHA loan is not... Strong enough. Strong enough. Yeah. It's not strong enough. Which we can fix it, you know. Yeah, we can fix it. We don't want to we, we can don't want to steer credit. away from FHA loans. That's not what we're trying to tell you. But um as far as going with a stronger offer, that's what we would recommend. Right. So. Yeah. Cause sometimes you're only gonna get an FHA loan or a VA loan and you're gonna have to work with them, and that's totally fine. We've sold many FHA and yes. VA loans as well. It's just that you just need to know, be prepared that they could come back and say, you you need to have a super clean inspection at that point. No leaks. Um, make sure everything's up to date. Anything that is on the four point needs to be perfect. If not, they're going to kick it back. And the, it's just because the government's pretty picky on what yeah, they, 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 they want to make sure that they're, the money that they're helping fund is protected with the house that's not going to fall apart next week, yeah. you know, after you buy it. For uh, the VA loan, it's actually one of my favorite loans to help people with because the veterans, they get this loan and they have to do 0% down. A lot of people think, hey, it's free, but it actually isn't free. Mm -hmm. All they're doing is taking... Uh, the fee that the VA charges, and then they're putting it into their monthly yeah. payment each month. So they are going to have to pay that back. Um, so it's it's 0% down for them, but they are paying back on the back end. But if you are disabled or you have certain criteria and disability, that may. yeah, we could get the fee taken off for yeah. you. Actually, the lender would because we hire ex- experts. We're not really... We're, we're not lenders here. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> People always ask me, hey, can you go into depth on this, this, and this? And I say, honestly, no. I can't. I hire experts for a reason. Let me throw you in a group chat and he'll answer your questions. Yes. I'm not going to do that. Correct. We yeah. don't want to give out the wrong information. Right. So so that pretty much wraps it up, right? I mean, yeah. we went over um, the documents that you need to all list. All the documents for listing. And, and we'll also have a list of everything. So if this feels a little overwhelming for you, it may because... You know, yeah, a lot of people are not. This is new. This is new to you when it comes to selling a home. So, right. And that's why we're here. Even um, just jump on our website, don't go in the show notes, leave comments. We're going to answer any that we can. If you have questions for us, please let us know because it's only going to help us, you know, get to our listeners faster and answer them, you know, questions that we don't, we didn't really think of. Yeah. And if we don't know something, we will find it for you. Mm, That's a big thing for me. Don't worry about that. And if I don't know something, I'm going to find the answer for you because you probably just taught me something new. Every day I learn something new and flipping a home and uh, fixing it up. Thanks for listening to Top Real Estate Secrets. Hopefully you learned a lot about the documents that you need to list your home and also the contracts that you should accept when you are going to list your home. And if you have any questions, please, again, don't hesitate to check out our YouTube channel or check us out. Answer us. My cell phone, it's all over the internet. Text me. I always answer. We hope that we inspired you to listen to our podcast. We're going to go over things like communication with buyers, what contracts are out there that you can actually accept, how to hit the market correctly with getting you the best exposure with the most money, and most importantly, how to save commission without using an agent. So thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.